And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, boys and girls, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea, captains courageous, princes of the universe, conversationalists across the fruited plain, the ladies who lunch, it is open line Friday. I almost didn't post in time. There's 14 seconds. I got to get all that in. And it's also January 6th. Hope you left your milk and cookies out for Captain America. How's the sound? How's the sound today? Is the sound okay? Is it all right? I tell you, we've been, I've been, I've been messing with this for the last two three days trying to figure this stuff out at first we're over modulating and then there's static and then there's crunchy and it's just it's not one thing it's another but we're gonna get it all figured out everything's fine I uh, want to give a shout out uh, to those who are listening in uh, podcast players, various different places around the world we get Canada showing up Poland, Spain, India. So you can uh, you can join us uh, on the live broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, and Odyssey. And yes, we are uh, we are Odyssey, on Odyssey right now. Uh, and I, we we found a way to bypass the upload problem that they're having right now. <clears throat> so we are live to Odyssey. So the chat is live. You can also leave us comment if you are here in Memorex form. And uh, you can always leave us an email. Send us an email, live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. I do read every note. I do read every comment, including the messages trying to get us to wear their jewelry or sell us something. Or get us to go to certain sites that are maybe not necessarily kosher. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right. And yes, we do have a Discord now. Death Angel Shadow, putting the link in the chat there over on YouTube. I guess we should put that link over on uh, over on Odyssey as well at some point. So anyway, yes, you you can join our Discord server. It's up. It's active. It's busy. There are people talking in there. So uh, so join us over there for that. Let me go through here. We've got. Uh, let's see who all is here. Keely. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow, those comes out of nowhere. Keely, Dave. Uh, Sci-Fi Snobs here, Death Angel Shadows here, uh, who else is here? Mrs. Boss in the chat, uh, monitoring from afar. Uh, Emma says, Emma says, just pray over it. I have a rabbi pray over it and it'll be kosher. All right, that sounds, that sounds like a plan. Only maybe not, uh, maybe not anybody from New York, because it apparently, I guess they're having some issues up there. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just catching some peripheral discussion of some different things going on there, so... Anywho, all right, yes, it is Open Line Friday, which means you get to uh, pop in and uh, mouth off and sound off and, and rant and rave and do whatever. A uh, couple of things real quick. I do want to give a shout-out to Richard Hogue. He is continuing to recover from a stroke that he had here about a week ago. <clears throat> and um, according to Mrs. Hogue, I guess it was yesterday or the day before, he realized that he was not wearing a hat. 
And uh, and for those of you who are familiar with his channel, he's usually wearing a ball cap when he does his videos and live streams. And for him to realize that he's not wearing a hat, I, I would say is progress. So uh, we continue to pray for uh, fast recovery there. Uh, she has also requested uh, prayers for the family that's across the hall from them. Apparently that prognosis is a little bit not as good as it is for Richard. So, uh, so there's that. So... um. The other thing, we got an update on DeMar Hamilton, uh, Hamlin from the Buffalo Bills. He's off the ventilator. He is speaking. He's awake. So uh, so recovery going on there as well for, uh, for uh, Mr. Hamlin. Um, let, me, let me just throw this out here for just a second because <clears throat> this is the kind of thing because when we talk, we talked on on Tuesday night during the H2O podcast, and Mr. Harvey is of the opinion that there's there's a lot of stuff that goes on the internet that just doesn't matter. That uh, people take things way too seriously, much more seriously than they should, and he's right. But as I've pointed out, it's not just the individual John Q. Citizen people that we have to worry about with this stuff. It's the corporations. It's the executives and the CEOs and the shareholders who are looking at some of this crap on social media. And they're making noise about, oh, I saw this thing on Twitter. And then we don't get to have nice things. So MAGFest is going on this this week, and at some point, somewhere, somebody decided to put this sign up, and it is uh, one of the directional signs. You know, here's this room over here, and here's this activity over here, and down at the bottom, there is this indication there, Kotaku's Journalistic Integrity, 404 Not Found, and for... <laughs> For any of us who have been paying attention, this is funny. I mean, this is, of course, the guys at Kotaku didn't think it was funny, and some noise was made, and MAGFest took it down and apologized. No, we didn't mean it. But Kotaku, even... Okay. Every now and again, Kotaku will put out something decent. I mean, even a broken clock is right two times a day. So, in the main, they're not a great website. They have taken sides. They've very clearly taken sides in the culture war. They very clearly have taken sides uh, when it comes to fandom and, and that sort of thing. And it goes all the way back to Gamergate, I'm sure. But, <laughs> excuse me, we're not allowed to have fun with anything, almost, it seems. You know, it's like, okay, well, humor starts, good humor starts with truth. Good humor starts with a nugget of truth at the core of every gag at the core of every joke if it lands if it's good there's truth because humor lets us comment and critique on certain things without being too terribly offensive without really going full bore angry rage right humor is a way that we can do that and we can make those comments and we can make that commentary and critique 
and do it in a way that's somewhat more palatable. I mean, George Carlin, look at, look at George Carlin's career. We need to be able to laugh at ourselves. We need to be able to laugh at situations that are ridiculous on their face in order to point out how ridiculous they are. And sometimes if we sit there and say, hey, Kotaku, maybe you might want to think about something called journalistic integrity a little bit more. There's something to that because there are a lot of people out there who think that Kotaku has sold out. And not just Kotaku. io9, the Mary Sue, John Campia, uh, Grace Randolph, John Rocha. Yeah, I mean, there's a list. People sit there and go, oh, these are all media shells. These are all studio shells. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. I don't know. I don't care. I don't pay attention to a lot of them. But that sign's funny. Because there's a kernel of truth in the middle of it. Especially given the fact that Kotaku reacted the way they did. And all of the regular, usual keyboard bullies come out and defend Kotaku's honor. Like they have any. <clears throat> so I don't know. I just, I, I thought it was funny. <sighs> anyway, alright. Um, we talked a little bit about TikTok the other day. I think it was yesterday, right? During Money Talk, we talked about TikTok. This comes up on uh, Deadline today. Uh, and it is a, it's an interesting story. The BBC apparently now is having some... Uh, Let's cool our heels on this TikTok thing. Headline, BBC journalists urge bosses to cool their TikTok obsession after app spied on reporters. To quote, um, to quote Buckaroo Banzai, the deuce you say. Uh, this is an exclusive with Deadline. Senior BBC journalists have called on their bosses to rethink the UK broadcaster's newfound enthusiasm for TikTok after the Chinese social media giant spied on reporters. I'm shocked. This is my shocked face. See here. Shock is written all over my face. And for those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, no, just no that my face is contorted in shock. Deadline has spoken to a number of experienced BBC employees who were alarmed at TikTok's admission last month that it had tracked journalists working for Forbes, BuzzFeed, and the Financial Times. Are there, wait, are there journalists working for BuzzFeed? I don't know. The insider said TikTok should be considered a security risk by the BBC and questioned whether the platform was the best way to serve UK audiences who fund the public broadcaster by paying a license fee. <coughs> All right, so we've got yet another example here of questionable activity by a social media platform, specifically TikTok, which we know is at least partially infiltrated or run or owned by the Chinese Communist Party. The government of China gets access to all of your data if they so choose to look. Why in the world would you be on TikTok? I mean, I get it. Something's got to take the place of Tumblr. 
Something has to take the place of Twitter now that you shippers are not able to do a whole lot over there on on Twitter. You got to have a place to go to live out your fantasies and obsessions and and delusions. And I guess TikTok is the best place to go for delusions, right? But why? Why would you make yourself vulnerable knowing... Now, look, I get it. Hey, this is a new social media app. Let's just download it. Let's take a look. Complete ignorance, complete innocence. Okay, it's just another way to get your stuff out there and promote your channel and promote your work and, and your art and your cosplay and whatever, right? But when you find out that a particular social media platform is owned by the government of a hostile nation, wouldn't you think that it might be a good idea to delete it? (coughs) Now, the same could be said for Twitter. The same could be said for Facebook. Now, they're not owned by the U.S. government, but they certainly have proven to have been influenced by the U.S. government, pressured by the U.S. government, bullied by the U.S. government. Why would you do this? You know, I don't don't put personal stuff on, you know, I, I use, I use social media, I use social media for two things. I use social media to promote the channel here. And I use social media to every now and again point out just how broken the system is. Wait, Pfizer lied? I'm shocked. Wait, this this politician lied? I'm shocked. By the way, I don't know if anybody caught the press conferences about January 6th this morning, but apparently six people died on January 6th. And that's not true. There was one person who died on January 6th. It was Ashley Babbitt, and she was innocent. She was she was unarmed, veteran of the Air Force. In an incident where the Capitol Police let people in. Let's not forget that. All right, I'm done ranting. All right, let's 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 go ahead and do this. Let's put the link in. The chats. Open line Friday. So if you want to jump in and join, you are more than welcome. Uh, Mr. Hoffman is in the background helping me uh, uh, steer things around. And Christopher, did you give me a thumbs up? Did you figure out your your audio yet? You have. All right. So let's jump in. Let's move him in. Good afternoon, sir. Nope. It's not there yet. No audio yet. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't understand. Somebody was asking earlier about it. Every now and again, we have these, these little things, these technical details, and it's nice to know that it's not always on me. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know where else to look on any of that stuff as far as what the microphone is doing. I, did you unplug it and plug it back in? He did. I don't know. It, it just, I, it did everything. I just, it's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, yeah, it turned it off and turned it on, and we did, we went through that. 
went through all the Windows sound settings, went through all the all the uh, all the Streamyard settings. I and I don't have him. I don't have him muted over here. I don't know. Let me let me do this. Let me mute, unmute, un unmute, un. I can't unmute my guest. Their mic isn't connected. That's what it says here. So my StreamYard says that your microphone's not connected somehow. So I guess it just doesn't see it. I don't know. This is very weird. Hug it and squeeze it and call it George. See if that helps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. All right. This is this is what it is. Uh, uh, MS. Let me get this. MS says that China is shutting us down. Who knows? You know, it could be Mama Susan. Mama Susan doesn't like like some of the things that we say. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Snob says he's trolling us. Christopher wouldn't do that to me. So, anyway, all right. So uh, the uh, the phone the phoneish lines are open. If anyone who wants to jump in here and share your thoughts, I'm going to put Christopher in the background until we figure out the audio part there. And uh, at some point, we're going to figure it out. That's it. I mean, over here, I've got most of it figured out. I do have a little bit of static still somewhere. And I think I think it's coming from the monitors into the system. It's, it's, a, it's coming into the tower. So hopefully it's not too terribly obtrusive. I hear it because, you know, it's... I'm I'm a professionally trained broadcast professional. All right. Oh, here we go. Let's see here. Um, I want to put this up here. Dave says I'd like to take this moment to let Christopher know how much I enjoy Vault of the Killer Bees on Good Morning Multiverse. Well, thank you very much for that, and that gives me a chance to say. That uh, in 2023, we are going to be um, trying to get these out a little bit more regularly. Uh, we do have them on uh, Saturday morning. And then what I'm going to do is we pull those out. We, we pull Vault of the Killer Bees. We pull Salacious Crumbs. We pull Turbo Bites out and upload them on their own thing. Well, in order to maximize our notification stuff because YouTube only gives out three notifications a day on on Wednesdays is when we will upload those uh, those Vault of the Killer Bees segments so be watching for that Vault of the Killer Bees by itself its own little its own upload we will pop those out on Wednesdays following Good Morning Multiverse. And I've got a handful of them that I've got to catch up on and get those uploaded. So we're going to be doing that. We're going to keep that on a regular schedule. Speaking of which, let me show you. This is this is the lineup for uh, at least for now. Uh, live from the bunker going Monday through Open Line Friday. The H2O podcast is now on Tuesdays. Vault of the Killer Bees replay will upload on Wednesday. Ranker Pit is now on Thursday night. Uh, Good Morning Multiverse, of course, on Saturday morning. Foreign Bodies comes back on January 28th at Saturday, on Saturday. And uh, Salacious Crumbs and Triple Bites replays both uploaded on Sunday. So join us for all of those things. I will post this. Uh, I will post this to, uh, to various different social medias. All right, joining us now, Death Angel Shadow. 
uh, coming in and calling in from the X-Wing hangar deck there in at, uh, at Yavin. Welcome, sir. Now, wait a minute. I can't hear you either. Hold on. Can't. I wonder if it's me. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me see. I, I've got, everything's, everything's up. Everything's here. Hold on. Um, <clears throat> let me, let me look at something here. No, that's not going to be it because... Now, this was working. All right, hold on here just a second here. This is very strange. I got, I got audio. I got volume dialed up everywhere. Why would I not have sound from StreamYard? This is very strange. All right, I'm going to exit the full screen here. <clears throat> To go uh, go into my thing here. All right, let me. <clears throat> I'm having issues. Yes, I'm having issues. Let's see what it tells me here. No, I don't need a. I don't need a chat bot. I need. Uh, I need an immediate solution. Mute mic. Unmute mic. Okay, so I was able. I was able to mute and unmute Death Angel Shadow, which means it does see. That there's a microphone there. So it's got to be maybe on my end. Let me look here. Sound. <clears throat> Playback. Properties. Device is working. Levels. That's very strange. I don't hear. Try it now. No. That's. Why am I not hearing anything? This is going to be a very short. This is very going to be a very short open line Friday if I can't get anybody getting. I can't hear. We're going to do. Here's here's what we're going to do. Uh, let me. Let, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring in Christopher. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna open this up, and I, we're just gonna do. We're gonna do bad lip reading, right? <laughs> Shall we do that? I don't know why it's. I. I don't. I don't know why I don't hear anything. I really don't. This is. This is strange. Um, It was working last week. We just did this whole long... We did two hours. They can hear each other. We can't... Okay, so it's got to be on my end. Why can't I hear it? That's that's bizarre. Can you guys... Okay, so let me ask the people in the chat. Can the people in the chat... Can you guys hear Christopher and Death Angels? Or is it just... Probably not, because all of the audio is going to come through my board here. Alright, that's plugged in, that's plugged in. That's plugged in. <clears throat> okay, they okay, they can't hear anybody but me either. Alright, so it's definitely on my end. 
Let me do this. I'm going to pop out of StreamYard and then come back in. And I still can't hear anybody. What in the world is up with that? Let me let me see here. <clears throat> now my headphones are working because I can hear myself, and I can hear um, I could hear you know other YouTube videos that I was listening to just before we came on here. Um, oh, okay. I got one other thing that I can do. Let me click this open here. <clears throat> Okay, they can hear me in StreamYard. That's up. That's up. Try that. Anybody? Yes? No? Does that help? No? That's not. That's that's input. That's that. don't have any idea what it's doing here why it's doing this all right um do nothing playback All right, did y'all hear that? Uh, has Mindy said anything lately? Mindy's Mindy's actually out running an errand. She's not in the office. Okay, you guys you guys heard the test tone, right? Okay, so there's that. This is aggravating. This is very aggravating, folks. Okay, <clears throat> at so uh, here's here's what's gonna happen here. I am going to uh, let's maybe we have a maybe we open this up to a contest, a T-shirt design contest. I want and Mindy and I talked about this the other day. We're going to do a piece of artwork, a sketch of a stone Martin weasel. And we're going to put the 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 circle slash, you know, the no smoking, no parking. You know, don't do that. That's going on top of this. Uh, and and we're going to do a no stone Martin weasels allowed T-shirt as part of our merch store. I don't I don't I I don't know why it's I don't know why it's doing what it's doing. Um, <clears throat> let me look at my. Hang on. Let me look. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There it is. Stupid Streamyard. Wait, are we back? I figured it out. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Hello. we are. <laughs> I heard myself. Yes. So, okay. So here's here here's here's what's happening. Okay, and I'm going to complain to Streamyard about this <laughs> because Streamyard, whenever I log in, Streamyard is is switching my default output. It yeah. was it was not set for what's supposed to have have here. It is it sat there and said, 
use you're using these speakers. No, 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 no. I'm using these, and I didn't think to check that. That's on me. I am so sorry, everybody. Now, should I should I keep all of that in the audio for the podcast, or should I trim that part out? I mean, people should be able to enjoy my frustration, right? I mean, you you've got to you've got to find humor in the truth, right? And, oh yeah. And I guess I guess it's okay to laugh at the boss. Some, oh, yeah. maybe just a little tiny. You, 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 you. Oh, I see Mindy got home. Oh my god! Thanks. Go ahead to do that. It just, yeah. I had uh-huh. something in my throat. Right. Right. Welcome <clears throat> back to the office, uh, Mrs. Boss. All right. Don't trim. It's the best part of the show. Uh, sci-fi snob says, "Okay, fine. That's that's fine. That's fine." No, no, Snob was not saying you're the best part of the show. The last ten, the last fifteen minutes of me trying to figure out the audio problem was the best part of the show. You obviously haven't been paying attention to the show. <laughs> Either that, or she wasn't, <laughs> or she if she was and just decided not to do anything. All right, so okay, now we've got it figured out. Now you can call in, and I can actually hear you and see how Snob says Mindy's always the best part of the show. So okay. Even when she's not here. Okay. All right. So anyway, so so welcome, gentlemen. Uh, Death Angels. You wanna you wanna give us? Uh, I guess now you can share what you were what you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I managed to you know do a pretty good job parking it. I think you know. Yeah, I think I think uh, that's a that's a, at least it's a better looking X wing than the one they got at the Smithsonian right now. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, they have uh, they have Poe Dameron's uh, X wing at the at the Air and Space uh, exhibit. I I've been. Is it at the uh, was it the William Hazy Pavilion? Yeah, I think out so. By the airport. Yeah. Um, I, I mean they have the they have the one that's actually at the mall, and then they have that one, which is a nice twenty minute drive away <laughs> in Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, they had. I think when I was there, they hadn't got the shuttles because they weren't retired yet. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I was I was starting to hear boxes open. I was like, "What is Mindy opening over there?" And then I realized it's not her. That's Christopher. It's like, because I can hear See, Christopher his, his now. Because I can hear him now. All right. Yeah. Good. My my mic audio is finally good. <laughs> well, good. See, as as we figured out, it was on me. So yes, Dave. Dave is right. Sci-Fi Snob is Statler and Waldorf all rolled into one. Uh, I oh. I can see that. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. So so Christopher, what are you unboxing over there? What do you what do you do? Yeah, actually, um, I was just going to show off a couple of uh, new uh, game acquisitions um, that are from Key um, Keymaster Games. Okay. The first one is Space Park. Enjoy the galaxy and it's really fun it comes with these little retro rocket oh that's kind of cool game pieces and the object of the game is to go to various space parks like national parks and like outpost 13 actually that's where you start off with and you get to go to the Celestial Seas, 
right there. And they've got Lunar Woods. So what's the object of the game? And the object of the game is when you visit these parks, you collect these little crystals. And I've got them in the bags here. Mm. And um, you have different objects for each, uh, or different objectives for each park. And um, you collect the crystals, and then you re return back to your base. Okay. And it's for like one to four players. It's got a really cool kind of retro aesthetic. There's an astral arcade right there. Snob is saying, that, is, is this a board game? Uh, is, it, that, is it a board or a like card a game? game. Uh, it is It's a little bit of a combination of both. Um, okay. It can be played from with one to four players. Um, they look like cards, but they're placed out on a table. Yeah. Dave says okay. the ship looks like something out of the Acme School of Spaceship Design. Well, you've seen our spaceship, right? It, it, exactly. It, it's a very, uh, very Duck Dodgers kind of spaceship. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I like it. That's, you know, that's something that we ought to do. We ought to do a promo talking about how we're broadcasting from the 24th and a half century. I may need to write that down. That's, there you that's go. That's an idea. That, that sounds good. And um, then the other one that I have is Campy Creatures, also by Keymaster. And these are really affordable. A lot of these indie games are like super expensive, usually like, you know, $78, $100 or something like that for like the Lord of the Rings card game or something. Um, but these uh, Space Park was 20 and this one is 24 and this one's really fun. You get to play a mad scientist who uh, is trying to take over the world. And here's the rule book. It's the mad scientist handbook for the game. I need one of those. And what are we going to do tonight, Pinky? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the same you thing have we always do every night. That do tonight, Brian. You've got location cards. And you've got like a clash o meter. Oh, that's cool. Right there. And so what happens is um, the players, and this is like from two to four players, they get to be a mad scientist and they choose their kaiju monster uh, to take over the world and they choose their location. Um, they've got like ancient temples and stuff like that. And then you've got um, these cards here that are called mortals. And you get to decide which kind of mad scientist you are going to be. By the way, and, I started uh, I started monitoring our stream. I got a TikTok ad popped up right there at the beginning. Funny how all that works, right? A TikTok ad? Ah, yes. <laughs> and that, but, Sorry, I didn't um, mean to interrupt yeah. you there. I just And this has got like great kind of retro sort of like tiki kind of 50s artwork and stuff yeah. like that. You've got ancient temples and you've got swamps and and like here's one of the creatures. You've got the blob, of course. Very cool. Yeah, this is just, just uh, is this also for like one to four players or? And that um, this one, actually, I'm sorry, it's uh, two to five players okay. um, and it only takes about 30 minutes and it's called Campy creatures and you've got like the you've got a king kong and alien 
And then you've got like a Gill man right over here. We may have to figure out how to stream some of those things. I don't know. We got to figure that yeah, part out. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. And like inside the box, <laughs> the artwork inside is great because you can see like a radioactive monster and stuff. Very cool. Very cool. And yeah, and these, like I said before, these are like super affordable. And here's the the inside of the space park. That's the arcade and yeah they're really really fun i just thought uh i found them and it was like these should be highlighted they're really yeah that's really kind of cool all right i'm gonna pull in here uh i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna regret this sci-fi snob joining the chat as well De death angels let's let's uh give you your ch your chance to to pop off and say what you were going to say uh back when i couldn't hear you say it Oh, I was just, uh, I don't even remember anymore. I was like, hey, look, we're, we're on. It's, it's Open Line Friday. It's Open Line hey. Friday. Uh, all right. Okay, oh. so, so, Snifi, uh, Snifi, Snifi? Snifi. Snifi Snob joining the, joining the show. Welcome. This is, this is just one of those you know, days, I, uh, right? I, I half, uh, I half was going to, uh, Get rid of my anonymity and uh, come on. Uh, turn my camera on so I could just uh, pretend to talk. So you'd think the audio wouldn't work anymore. <laughs> so it wasn't working. What, what you need but to do, you know, cooler has prevailed. Do, you need to, you need to get you, you need to get you a Statler or Waldorf puppet. Puppet, yeah, a mask yeah, or a, something. A little, a, a little a muppet, or, yeah, or or a Doomcock mask or or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, Mrs. Boss has her two cents. She's got to throw in here. What? Well, no, yes. I just want to yes. be able to throw my two cents in. Okay, I'm just letting you know to keep yes. it on. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm keeping it on. I'm I'm, I'm here. Do you have two cents you know, to I... share right now? No, I just went to the grocery store. All right. My my picture is actually. I mean, it's not a picture of me. Right. That's not a picture. I, of me, I, but I, I as actually. Much. I actually look exactly like that, though, but it's not a picture of me. <laughs> so, uh, I have, uh, by the way, just to just to mention, I have reached out to uh, pr uh, uh, professor, professor Elemental <clears throat> and invited him to join us on Live from the Bunker at some point. I have not heard back yet, but that would be fun. I think maybe even get Professor Ele Elemental and Mister B on at the same time. Maybe. All right. I, I don't know who those are. Who, Professor Elemental? Who those are. Steampunk rap. Oh, really? No, I haven't. I, I'm going to have to Google that, I guess. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, uh, if, anybody, uh, if anybody can put, the, put a link in the chat to Professor Elemental's channel, uh, he's got some fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> Dave says, I knew Sci-Fi Snob was the epitome of style and smarts based on his, his, his avatar. Uh, Keegan Michael uh, hosted a episode of Saturday Night Live, and they did a great sketch. Uh, him and Keenan uh, Thompson were security guards at the Muppet Theater, mm. and um, they they kind of laid into Stotler and Waldorf. You you can find the clip on their uh, the Saturday Night Live YouTube channel. It's really really funny. That's funny. That's funny. Is it off the Let's so, check that out. So, what uh, what is everybody working on? What's everybody uh, everybody doing these days lately? Thank you, Keely. Keely put that chat uh, that that link in the chat there. 
So I don't know what it, it, how how is how is the Discord doing? Death Angel has been helping me with the Discord here. How how are how are we doing over there? Just compared to others, you know, I'd say we're we're active. I mean, there's conversations yeah. going on in the various different topics and subjects and stuff. So I think we're doing okay there. Not not too many people uh, jumping in on that yet, but uh, we do have some active boards. Yeah, that, that article in particular. Um, yes, <laughs> really got popular. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, our new contributor correspondent K doing that article right. on D, on the state of D and D and and Wizards of the Coast right now. Uh, uh, there's there's been some recent updates too. Apparently, there was a leaked version of the open gaming license, open gaming uh, license, yeah, one point one. As as a rules lawyer. A legitimate lawyer actually said, um, "Looking at it, um, doesn't look very open. Yeah, in fact, it looks very closed. And you sign away your rights if you accept it." Well, um, and I saw I saw some discussion. Uh, I want to say this morning, some people putting out the idea that there needs to be some kind of legal action here over this. That the third party developers and the people that are put that are that are actually uh, affected by this should bring legal action against Wizards of the Coast over this. Yeah, they're, they're basically, it, it's, I, I watched a couple of videos uh, last night. Um, um, two of them actually were by different lawyers. And, or one, one of them, one of them was going over what a lawyer had responded in regards to it. Um, effectively, when the original open gaming license was written back in 2000, it granted in perpe- uh, pep- perpetuity. perpetuity. Yeah, <laughs> that tongue twister of a word. Um, you know, your ability to, you know, all you had to do is throw a copy of it in the document, uh, in your in your publication, and boom, you're covered. Um, well, can you, uh, uh, can you explain the, 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 you know, quick 30 seconds background on this? On the open gaming license itself? Yeah, or? yeah. Just yeah. so okay. everybody's... Um, I, so I the open, I know what you're talking about. But. The open gaming license, it, basically, it was... When they came out with 3rd Edition and 3.5, um, basically, they were trying to encourage third-party people to start producing stuff for, for uh, at then, that time, the latest edition of D&D. You know, it had been a while since a, a new edition. Watsy had just taken over. Um, so they came out with with this open gaming license to encourage uh, other third-party vendors to, you know, embrace the, you know, the switch and, and start producing content because, you know, one company producing content um, is great, but, you know, if you can get a bunch of other vendors out there um, making modules or making splat, what they call splat books, which is, you know, this or that, you know, uh, list of skills and abilities, new classes or whatever that, that they, you know, third-party people come up with. Um, that's even better, and that really did help grow the community. When when they came out with fourth edition, they tried to change to uh, something different, uh, and it was very restrictive. Uh, and uh, of course, a large percentage of the gaming population kind of rejected what um, what Wizards put out with fourth edition. Uh, me among them, I I played it once, and I'm like, I can't play the class I like and my wife couldn't play the race she liked and you know so at any rate so we kind of put it on the shelf and stopped gaming for a while 
Well, when they came out with fifth edition, they brought back the open gaming license again. And it was basically, uh, you know, they granted in, in perpetuity, royalty free. You know, they didn't want to ask, you know, they weren't going to try and take any of your profit. Um, but they wanted to encourage these third party vendors again to start producing stuff. Well, 20 years later, there's several companies that have been producing stuff under this. Um, well, supposedly on the third or the fourth, uh, the, some of these, they, they came out with this new uh, updated OGL 1.1. Now, they haven't released it as last I heard officially to the public yet, um, but it's leaked. I uh, don't know if somebody on the inside leaked it out or what, you know, because they're trying to you know, light the light the torches and sound the alarms and all that. But uh, basically they said, okay, effective immediately, we're revoking the authorization that we give you 22 years ago, 23 years ago. And that's effective immediately. That, no, that license is now no longer authorized, which was the only word in the original OGL that they could have probably found to, to, to revoke it. And in addition... Um, if you have to use Kickstarter, otherwise you pay a 5% penalty, so and a 5% additional penalty on the royalty. Uh, anything over, and they just picked an arbitrary number, I think it's $750,000. So, you know, they're targeting the big ones first, but um, Paizo, of course, uh, is what created Pathfinder as a fork from the, uh, via the OPA gaming license uh, when... Uh, Wizards of the Coast put out a fourth edition, and it wasn't popular. A lot of the old school gamers liked the 3.5 rules better. They just wanted it tweaked, and that's where Pathfinder came from. Um, and what eventually happened, you know, was at one point in time, Pathfinder over, you know, uh, Paizo overtook Wizards of the Coast. Pathfinder was the number one. Um, gaming tabletop gaming product for for quite a while, at least a year or two, uh, until fit, that's what prompted them to come out with fifth edition. So um, they went back to the open gaming license and tweaked a few things. Well, this new one, this new one says, okay, um, we get we get twenty percent uh, of of any gross gross not not net but gross. That you that you make. So if you do a Kickstarter and let's say a million dollar Kickstarter, they automatically get 20% off the top. Whether or not you made a profit doesn't matter. So you could theoretically um, owe money and and still have you, you could you could you could not even break even and wind up owing them their money. And so, this is for games that are compatible with. Uh, like the fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons rules. Well, right? yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be one D and D is the new thing that they're that they're trying to push. But the problem is, is they're revoking the license for the the original OGL. So, you know, and it says you have to destroy any any of your product that you may have in in storage. And yeah, that's why you see there's now you you know lawyers are. <laughs> getting involved heavily. All right, so, so let I, me ask let me ask this. How how much of a possibility is this that and, and I'm this is a completely uninformed not up to speed type of question, all right? I could be completely I'm just talking through my hat right here. But what are the odds this is a precursor to 
some kind of something where Hasbro sells Wizards of the Coast. Um, or or it, this this lays the groundwork for Wizards of the Coast to sit there and go, you know what, D and D is too much trouble anymore. We're going to sell the license to somebody else. I I don't think that I think they're literally trying to. Um, uh, people talk about the in-universe, like Apple, for example, it tries to keep everybody. When you buy an Apple, when you get into Apple, everything you own is going to be an Apple at that point. Right. You know? You're going to have a Mac computer. You're going to have an iPhone. You're going to have an iPad. You're going to have an iHome, you know, this and that and the other, right? Because it's easier, right? Right. And one of the things that, that's included in, in this new OGL is, you know, you can't make videos. You can't do that. You can't um, make any, any – the only thing you're allowed to publish is a static document. Like, so you can make a PDF document or a printed document. But at any time, they can take any content that you write and use it without paying royalties to you. Yeah, it, it is a precursor to stealing third-party IP. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. MS is right. Why? Why um, would they do this? What would be the motivation well, behind this? I mean, because it's 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 not monetization. <laughs> monetization is the key. So yeah. so so the the guy from Watsi got put up into the CEO position of Hasbro, right? And the the, the backfills that that on the Watsi side all came from Microsoft. They're all ex-Microsoft people, uh, uh. C-suite guys. And they're, they're, they came out a couple months ago and they said, well, we think that, we think that, that, um, that Wizards of the Coast is under-monetized. Right. That's in, so, that's in the article from Correspondent K. There's right. a lot of quotes about that. Right. Yeah. Well, this is kind of down the pike. This is, this is where that's leading. And there's so many publishers out there i mean you're talking about companies that now have been in business over 20 years that effective the 13th of january which is what five days from now six you know seven day a week from now yeah effective next friday you know oh you have to stop you can't sell anything without paying us and you have to report all your profit even if even if you're giving stuff free you have to report everything to, to to, uh, to Wizards of the Coast. So I, I don't really understand why anyone would subject themselves to that, any companies. Now, I'm, uh, I'm involved with, um, uh, you know, I mean, and this is a much smaller RPG. It's very new, you know, relatively new, but it has a, kick, it had a Kickstarter. Uh, you may have heard of it. It's called Mothership, and okay. it's a sci-fi horror um, type of game. And uh, they, for example, they are very, I mean, it's a small group of guys, it's a small company, but um, they're very open about, um, you know, you making modules. And I know a few people who ha have written modules and they're thinking of publishing them uh, right. you know, after it's play tested. So, for example, for them, you can, they encourage you to, to you know, the company encourages you, you to write modules. They have actual links on their, their home site to various modules that people that are not affiliated with them have written. And you can, you know, you can go to these, you know, third-party sites and you can pay for modules. Usually they're a PDF there, you know, between right. $2 to $10. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and of course they're, they're new, so they're trying to encourage as much content as possible because, you know, content is, is, is king. But right. I just, I mean, 
maybe Dungeons and Dragons is you know the most popular RPG, so maybe they feel that they can do whatever they want. But there are so many RPGs out there, and I think your Pathfinder is a great example. Right. You know, well, they're, it, they're, the they're shooting themselves in the foot. They're shooting themselves in the foot, though. There's so much choice. Yeah, and you look at something like like Giantlands, for example, which just came out what two years ago now, uh, or a year and a half ago. Um, It was after my interview with Ernie Gygax, (laughs) and and Giantlands came out, and of course they ended up having to disassociate themselves with the new TSR because of everything that happened out of that interview. Right. But but you have you have companies that are moving forward, like like Snob says, with with new RPGs, new intellectual properties, new uh, uh, new types of games, and. Maybe, maybe D and D is, you know, maybe maybe they're looking at this and saying, yeah, we're under monetized, but they don't realize why they're under monetized because maybe not so many people are are buying what they're selling, right. and we're moving on to other games. We're and it's like the comics industry, you know, we're we're done buying DC and Marvel. We're going to go buy all these indie comics that are funding over here on on crowdfunding sites and you know stuff like stuff like Ripperverse and. And stuntman comics and and you know cyber frog and and that kind of thing and and we're not going with the traditional corporate properties anymore. Sure, well, and that's true. But the biggest problem is, is a lot of those products that are that have been produced have the OGL in there, and effectively they're saying, nope, starting next Friday you can't sell it anymore without telling us and reporting your revenue to us and paying us royalties if we don't like you we can suspend it at any time and we oh by the way we can change the terms anytime we want by just sending you an email well there's a there's a there's a fan film uh there was a star trek fan film called renegades and they got caught up right right in the middle of the uh of the axonar mess and Mm -hmm. christopher i think we're still getting that that motor hum on your on your mic uh, but there was that there was that whole kerfuffle with Axanar, and Renegades ended up getting caught in the middle of that, and they and they had to go back and change uh, change everything in their film and take out any of the Star Trek stuff. Basically, file off the file off the um, uh, the the serial numbers in right. order to complete this fan film, which now didn't follow any of the rules that CBS had set out because of what Axanar had done. So at, at some point, is there a possibility here that some of, these, some of these RPG developers look at what they already have and they take all of the Watsy D&D stuff out, revise it, revamp it, republish it as a completely independent, brand new, it doesn't have anything to do with D&D anymore? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, they, a lot of them may have to reprint, you know, but whatever their you know existing inventory, you know, they have to destroy their existing inventory. That's, I think, that's why there's going to be some litigation going on, especially yeah. from some of the big guys. Now, you can't tell somebody that you know is got a warehouse full of books that they can't sell them, you know, right. because suddenly you revoked the license on a whim, or you didn't like a tweet that they did. Um, you know, we saw what happened with, you know, the, the, what was it? The new TSR attempt. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's a crazy, there is language in there specifically kind of attacking 
that. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Keely says he's about uh, to head out. Uh, Thanks for a great show. Thank you for being here, Keely. Good, always good to see you. And and I think I think the other part of it too is is you know maybe some of this is directly connected. Now that hum is still there, Christopher. It's worse now. I'm gonna mute you. It's worse. Yeah, it's worse. Um, it, it could very well be, what if some of this new OGL is a direct result from TSR trying to come back? Um, it could be, I mean, that's very likely, uh, you know, and we're, you know, of course they could turn around because it was a leaked document, they could backpedal, you know, and, and say, Oh no, no, that's not what we were going to do. That's not, you know, we, we see that a lot and. We see yeah. that a lot lately. Uh, I think Indy Five. <laughs> <laughs> Trial. Well, I mean, you see this in politics all the time too. You get some somebody out there who 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 does an interview and floats an idea out, and and you got the one, the one mouthpiece that goes out and espouses a particular idea or a viewpoint in it, and let's see how it goes, and let's see how people respond to it, and then we'll base our strategy off of what what our initial reactions are. <coughs> and oh no 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 no, we didn't mean it that way. I mean, PayPal did it right. when when that stuff came out about their their policies. Although the twenty five hundred dollar penalty fee is still in their terms of service. But, yeah. um, you know, they they've backpedaled a little bit on, you know, you know, it doesn't it that didn't mean what you think it meant. <clears throat> and you get other companies that'll do that when they'll sit there and go, no, 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 no. Like you say, you know, this thing leaks out. Sometimes it's possible that they're leaking it out on purpose to see what happens. Oh, tri- trial balloons, I yeah. think, is what they're called. Disney, Disney's notorious for doing that, too. <clears throat> hey, you go leak this document. You go leak this document. They're seemingly conflict things, and, you know, and yeah. we'll see which one, which way the fans want to go, you know. The quote is, run it up the flagpole and see who salutes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. And that could be what this is. Very much just, so. I'm just really surprised, you know, like, uh, you know, like just Mothership, which is a minor one. You know, it re- raised $1.4 million for their mm, their right. Kickstarter. I mean, well, there is so easy for independent companies, a couple people in their basement to put out a rule set for a new game. I'm in the wrong business. But, but they you can, know, clearly, you know, there's there's they can easily be taken over and, uh, you know, they're going to they're going to kill themselves with stuff like this. But that that shows you right there. One point four million dollars. Well, if there's any OGL content in there, they need to they automatically owe what, 200 and. Well, it's not. But it's not there. To, to, what is the coast, according to that? Yeah, but this is a, I mean, this is these people have designed their own game. This is, oh, yeah, 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 completely. Yeah. No, no. And, so this is I'm saying these are a bunch of guys who design their own game. But they're they're scratch. saying even, yeah, but even for example, Call of Cthulhu has OGL content in it. And but see, Call that's Cthulhu that's the kind of thing though is is anybody who designs the brand new stuff, you're going to have to make sure that there's none n- none of the none of the OGL stuff, you know, no, well, you nothing know, uh, in it to even connect. And and I get that this one won't have that. Right. But how many other developers are going to have to go through all of their stuff just to make sure that all of the I's and the T's are out? Right, but that's only if you you initially designed it under OGL. Right, because my understanding right. is you cannot you cannot copyright a game mechanic, right. which is why I can copy any game mechanic that I I see out there. 
you know, dice rolling or, or you know, an RPG 20, or, yeah, or 20, I can call, 20s, yeah. I can call, yeah, I can call, you know, my characters elves or whatever. They can't copyright that stuff. So the, the thing is, is the question now is why would you ever put anything out under her? any type of OGL or any type of agreement where the company can simply change their mind or change the terms on a whim. Absolutely. So they're, they've just destroyed any you know, third party support. There won't yeah, be anybody they, they, that wants to do it. People will just say, well, I'm just not, I'll, I'll develop for something else. I mean, well, I, let me, let me, let me disagree with you a little bit on that because I do think that there will be third parties that will get involved and do this kind of thing because if the ideology of the company lines up, yeah. they'll support it. You'll have you'll have the tribalism factor uh, yeah. that comes into this as well, because you'll have your third party people that are worried about pronouns and and representation, and they'll be perfectly fine working with Botsy from from here on out. Well, but that's not even that's not the. I mean, even then, that's not the reason why you necessarily like. If I aligned with all that thoughts, that's not necessarily a reason why I would stick with. Watsi and OGL because they can come and stick it to me anytime. Take your stuff. Yeah, they can but, literally take but, your stuff. Yes, they can take yes, your stuff. But so even if, if, if I'm on your they might side, come after me. if I'm on your side, I'm protected. At least, see, that's the mentality for that now. these people think. For now, right. yes. You know, they, they came for the Jews and I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't say anything, right? right? This is the same kind of thing. Well, right. we don't have anything to worry about because our stuff is is in line with what Watsi is trying to do with the races and the classes and all the stuff and all the representation and everything. You know, they're not looking six months now from now, a year from now, five years from now when Watsi decides, no, we don't want you doing the thing either. Give us your money. Or you're making too much, and you're we want a bigger cut. Yeah, um, yeah. twenty five percent is now forty percent. <clears throat> If that, uh, if that was my company and I was doing, you know, that, I would at the very least, even if I said, I'm going to still make this product, a third-party product for your company, I would at very least, you know, look towards diversifying to other comp to other uh, game systems or other companies or whatever because, I, you know, I can, you know, they can change the terms and they, oh, we love you. Yeah, sure. We yeah. great. We, we agree 100%. It doesn't mean they're not going to screw you. Right. Until you yeah. don't. Yeah, and and you know you could you could probably it would be interesting to see if anybody could come up with a module, the game module, that not only is compatible with D and D, but is also compatible with Car Wars, and and Top Secret. You know, just something something you could sit there and go, okay, we're just going to flip this, flip this, flip this, and now we've got a new product we can sell for this other game. Yeah, and and a lot of a lot of guys have. I mean, you know, or they they've. They just don't even put any of the mechanics. They just say, you know, you you put in a creature of low strength or medium strength or whatever that is fitting to this. You know, they kind of kind of do nebulous descriptions. Yeah. Um, the generic you know, stuff. I, yep. Yep. You know. And you could very easily do that. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, you just leave out the details and you say, you know, oh, it's got these abilities, like it can, you know. Whatever, but you can't use specific certain uh, trademarked or copyrighted um, names like Magic Missile, for example. Well, you, I don't know, is Magic Missile that might be? I don't know. I wouldn't think that would be. uh, The thing is, you can copyright that. Common term. (laughs) Christopher, you raised your hand there. Have you got? Have you got? I can't unmute you from here because you muted yourself there. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually, they've got a, uh, a system called the Zero Engine, and um, it is based uh, 
right now D and D has been around for so long that there's kind of like some universal, uh, not necessarily tropes, but like language. Yeah. Okay. And we're right. not talking about the um, the like uh, OGL or anything like that. But the Zero Engine uses uh, for your characters. You've got physique, precision, logic, and empathy. That's your starters for your building your characters, and it's based on like a D twenty. Um, and this company, Free League, out of Sweden, already has like licenses for Blade Runner, um, and they've got uh, the Alien uh, tabletop game, some of that. So they're getting you know pretty IPs uh, out there, yeah. marquee names. And this Zero Engine itself, for me, I'm looking at it, and it's uh, a lot simpler to get into. Um, than your Dungeons and Dragons, um, as far as if you're not really heavily into like statistics and stuff like that and everything, and that so it, it for me it's based more around the uh, kind of storytelling adventuring aspect of it. It'll be really interesting to see how that goes um, with them. And then there's also a one that is. Zwihander, and it's a fantasy mm -hmm. horror RPG that just came out. Yeah. And this box right here, the starter kit, was only $29, and it's got everything you need in it. It's not like the D&D um, &D basic kit. Um, it's got your dice in here. It's got your player's guide and handouts your game master secrets it's it's this full complete game for $29 and then of course if you wanted to you could go ahead and get the you know hardback books and stuff like that right. but right now it looks like there's a lot of great alternatives that are not participating in the OGL um and to comment on something that was in the article the correspondent k wrote it seems that hasbro is taking the dungeons and dragons and has turned it into a lifestyle brand right yeah yeah like and um you know with the help of like kind of trying to tie it in with you know stranger things and stuff like that and and so now you've got all of this more more of a push on the merchandise and that kind of like you know casual experience, right? Uh, I can't wait for uh, I can't wait for Survivor Orcs and Elves. Right? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, you know, on that vein, I mean, you know, you're, you're talking about low cost, and you know, for Mothership, for example, you can just download all the rules free on a PDF, and you know, there are so many small companies that are doing stuff like that, and you know, there these large companies. They have to, you know, they're going to have to preserve their, their, uh, you know, their advantage because they're not going to survive. People are going to say, well, gee, I can pay how much for this or I can get this for free. And as long as they right. find something yeah. that they like, they're going to go with the free option. I mean, See, and I keep I keep hearing stories like this and, you know, and you've got this this game here for twenty nine dollars and all, all of these different alternatives that indie indie developers are coming up with. And it just reinforces 
um, the this notion that we're going to do a print magazine this year. If it kills me, we're going to get a print magazine out this year because there are people out there who remember Starlog. Yeah. And I want to be able to bring... I, I, we can't bring Starlog back, but in the spirit of Starlog, I want to get a print magazine out there and, because there aren't that many. And I think there's an opportunity there, so we'll see. I just, you know, yeah, Cream's out there, Sersova's out there, uh, Locust is still doing a print mag, um, Fangoria's back, and you know, it. I I think there's a market there, and and we've got to be able to do this. We it would just it would just have to. I just have to knuckle down and just get it done. And everybody in the chat, I expect all of you to be in there and sign up when we do this. So sign up on the Discord. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a Discord thread on the magazine. I want to get Walt Simonson to do some artwork for this thing. So that would be we'll cool. see. Because you know he's old fashioned. <clears throat> that was just hey, that was just dumb. Good, it was <laughs> dumb when they said that about him. I was like, that, wait, um, can, can we get? Can we get Scott Young to do like you know little uh, variant cover? Five babies. <laughs> um, I, 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 I maybe. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll think about it. maybe not babies, but maybe chibis. I, okay, I think yeah, I, I think I could go yeah, with chibis okay, more yeah. than I go with babies. But yeah, well, we, I, I think we could talk to Scott Young about that. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So, uh, all right. We're we're past our hour. Snob, you said you had an announcement. So, well, let's give you the floor here and let you do that. Oh, really? Okay. Thank you. Um, so, just you know, I just want to say before I say anything, I want to just thank you know Jason for the opportunity to come on his platform. And you know, I would never um, try to do anything that would harm his flat his platform. But I would. I'm thinking about starting up my own show. So I'm I'm not sure I'm kicking around some names. I'm thinking of calling it maybe, you know, Dead from the Dugout, something like that, maybe <laughs> Taped from the Shelter. Uh, I'm not sure when I'm going to do it. Maybe I'll, I'll, you know, focus for maybe, you know, midday kind of works out for me. So I'm going to, I got to find out what works out best for me. So maybe that. So I'm going to look at, you know, sci-fi, of Here's course. a suggestion. Yeah. Snobbery from the smoking room. That's not Ooh. bad. Um, and and, yeah, and I so, would I would even be willing to do this because we've got blast from the bunker that we do as a collaboration with with RJ over a critical blast. You know we I I'd be we could we could do this as a partnership. We could do this as a as a uh, co-production. I mean, you just interrupted me in the middle of my bit. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'll just I'll drop the rest drop the rest of it. But actually. Um, um, you know, uh, the, the, I am looking at, at doing a show, but you know, the, the, uh, your name is quite good, but let me, let me, uh, maybe you can comment on, on the real name that I'm thinking of. And the, uh, the, uh, my thought is the top lofty lounge. So it's kind of going the same direction where you've mentioned, but, yeah. um, like that's what the, uh, that's what the, uh, I'm looking at. My, perhaps. my only thought is that you might. You might want to might want to take a look and see if if there's a risk of being associated with Lofty. What's his name? There's a YouTuber out there, Lo Lofty, Lofty Pistols. Pixels. Yeah, Lofty Pixels. Yeah. Um, that would be the only thing is is if people would associate and maybe think that it's his his show right. instead. But 
but other than that, I I think it's a I think it's a pretty good pretty good title for you, uh, a show. Sure. Top top lofty is a very old uh, word used for uh, a snob. Okay. So uh, you know you know 18th century type uh, 19th century type stuff. So uh, though I shouldn't give I shouldn't give that away, but it's pretty easy if you have Google. But yeah, so nothing to do with that guy. I've never heard of him. Right. I'm just saying that there might be people out there who might, uh, you know, mistakenly associate it and think that it's yeah. his show instead of yours. That, that would be the only thing well, that I would think of that would, that would be, be a potential maybe that problem. Would, but that would be sounds like a good way to get uh, all kinds of new subscribers, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it depends they, on it depends on who's watching Lofty stuff. They, I guess they can't find they can't sue you if they can't find you. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yes, I I think I think it's a it's a worthwhile endeavor. You should be doing. I I've said for a while you should be doing regular videos. Go for it. Yeah, I'm thinking of more of a uh, you know a, a midnight type of show. You know where we can uh, be a little more uh, just you know, edgy. Just, I guess a little more relaxed. Watch the first eight to fifteen seconds though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and that'll change in six months. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Six days. And, and they won't tell anybody about it. No, no, ever not. Right, ever. right. Yeah. Well, yeah. As long as as long as you got a, a, a consistent schedule and your 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 process is consistent, I think the recommendations algorithm will pick up on it a little bit. Uh, Dave says, "Go for it." So you've got some support that, there. In that the sounds chat, like so a problem. Think... Uh, you know, consistency is not my uh, strongest suit. Well, what you need to do then is get somebody, you, you record it, have somebody edit and upload it on a regular schedule for you. There you go. Well, or we could just like a, do like it live. A, like a, like a, well, yeah, you could do it live. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of a live show. Yeah. Or we could just continue with the inconsistency. That could be the charm of it, right? <laughs> Right. Do you it's have? It's not a bug. It's a feature. Are you up? Are Are you up to the to the level where you can do live streams? Do you have enough as far as like watch time and, and um, subscribers and stuff? Because I think there's a there's a, a threshold there for that. I'm not sure. Did they change the? I think it's. Did they change them? Was it a thousand? Was it a thousand subs? I think it's a thousand subs and four thousand watch hours. I think I have the watch hours. I don't think I don't know about the subs, but uh, yeah, there's some. Yeah, I have to. I mean, you know, YouTube is not the necessarily the only place to uh, true to do these sort of things. True. But uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. When you start putting that thing together, let us know. We'll promote it. We'll we'll tell people about it over here. All right. So that's. Well, I wasn't actually pl planning on announcing the real thing, just the the bit, but. Oh well, you, you've hey, the, you squeezed it, it out of me. See, and that's what I do because I'm a, I'm I'm a I'm a highly trained broadcast professional, right? You are you're good and sneaky. <laughs> I'm more careful in the future. By the um, way, uh, if somebody wants to put the link to uh, to Sci-Fi Snobs uh, channel in the chat, we'll go ahead and encourage people to go ahead and subscribe over there if you haven't already. Uh, and that's going to do it for us. Has anybody got anything they want to promote and highlight and, and shout out here? Just uh, last round for everyone. Get on the Discord, everybody. Come Get on. on the Discord. Jump I did, on. I, 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 I keep going there. No one's there to talk, though. I'm in, I'm I don't in know there we, all the time. Yeah, I'm in it right now. I'm in there all no the time. No one's in the voice channel. Oh, uh, you want to go in the voice channel? I well, pop in once in a while. and uh, you got to tell us. Up. Say hey, anybody up for chat? Oh, yeah, we've got discussion going on in uh, in Farpoint in the tabletop thread, in the should, comics thread. You should want to come there just because I'm there. I shouldn't have to tell you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh... 
Well, I want to what, bask in my glow. What you should do is you get into the Farpoint station and you announce that you're glowing, and then we'll go into the voice the voice channel and we'll know that you're there. All right. <clears throat> All right. And just for uh, MS, it would just it wouldn't be a new channel. It would just be a new show on the same channel. Yep. So you don't have to subscribe anywhere else. Anybody posted up there? Now, we do also have memberships. And you'll notice there that MS has got a little green ribbon next to his name. He's a member. MS is a member. Death Angel Shadow is a member. We have two members. Culture Casino is close to 300. Embarrass the rest of us. Culture Casino is close to 300. <clears throat> Which is good for him. 300 and, members? Yeah. yeah. And, and look, I don't, I don't have a particular threshold or a goal or anything like that. If you want to be a member, that's great. We're not going to sit there and say, you have to be a member. I'm not going to do members-only streams unless, you know, we've got, you know, Enough. three or four or 500 members to make it worthwhile. We're not going to start doing I'm, that. I'm feeling pressured. No. No. There's no pressure. There's no obligation. No. I mean, people don't even have to be subscribed to this channel to watch this channel. 62 percent of the people who watch these videos are not subscribed, and that's fine. We're, we're not, you know, you you watch it however you watch. So that's that's actually low for some uh, some a lot of bigger channels or have even higher levels of uh, people that don't subscribe or watch it. Ninja watchers calling them. Yeah, yeah, that's know. not bad. Sixty two. It's not bad. People that subscribe to my my channel, uh, my ham radio channel, seem to be uh, sixty five and up, and. Ninety-nine point six percent male. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're getting demographic data. I don't even get that sometimes on the analytics. Really? So, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. All right. So that's going to do it for us today. Thanks very much for everybody joining in. Sci-Fi Snob, Death Angel Shadow, Christopher Hoffman. Now, now that I can hear everybody, that's much better. Mrs. Boss over there, uh, hi, giving hi. us giving us business there. Uh, let me do this one thing as well. Everybody stick around uh, uh, in the in the background there for a second. But what I want to do here also is, uh, yes, we did in, we did mention the memberships. Uh, we also have tomorrow, uh, Good Morning Multiverse at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central. And uh, we do have all the, the different social media accounts where you can find us, the different video platforms, the Discord, the newsletter, uh, you can sign up for all sorts of good things over there. And that's it for us today. Thanks very much for being here, folks. Open Line Friday, another one down in the books. And we will do this all again next week. Don't forget, we are now Monday through Open Line Friday on this show. H2O Podcast is now on Tuesdays. Ranker Pit is now on Thursdays. So, uh You'll get used to it. We'll get used to it. Everybody will get used to it, and we'll be fine. Thanks very much for being here, folks. Remember, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have this one thing that I wanted to share with you. This is attributed to Mark Twain. <clears throat> the truth has no defense against a fool determined to believe a lie. And I think that's rather appropriate on today's January 6th festivities. Remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of SciFiForMe.com. Copyright 2023 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Sci-Fi For Me Radio. 